Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. Hello, and welcome to the BizBev Pod bi weekly quiz where myself and Will take each other on. Uh, and recently, Will, we've had a, a quite a strong series of 2 2 draws, which, according yes. to uh, football Twitter, is known as a Desmond. A what? A Desmond. A Desmond 2 2. Oh my god! I can't believe I walked into that. Oh my god! Oh, Foxy, seriously, <laughs> it's not me that comes up with the rules. It's uh, this is football Twitter. Anytime a two-two happens, it's called a Desmond. Apparently. Oh my god! Um, oh, shoot, shoot me now, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to apologise to any listeners who who tuned in expecting some kind of highbrow um, educational entertainment, which. Is <laughs> Uh, and if that is what you tuned in for, welcome to our new listener, because I don't think that's why anybody ever joins in. Uh, well, look, I, I I genuinely think that's actually quite good uh, and terrible in equal measure. Uh, a bit like our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Uh, well, we did have a recent 2-2 draw, and both Rachmaninoff and Yop and Creme de Monde, uh, uh, I'm sure their sales have spiked, uh, spiked and skyrocketed since uh, our intervention. Will we try again and see if uh, we can maim a little higher than 2-2 this time? Sure. Why don't you ask the questions first this time? Okay. All right. I will. All right. Will, are you ready for your questions? Shoot. So so this is a brand, but I need to give you a little bit of the company history first, right? So for five points, the company was bought by a 33-year-old sales rep in 1908 who worked for the W.L. Weller Distribution Company. W.L. Weller. See, I kind of had an idea that it was Paddy Whiskey because he was he was a sales guy called Paddy Flaherty. And then he, like the, the whiskey ended up the, he, he was such a successful sales guy. They ended up naming the whiskey after him. That's the legend. Um, so I'm going to guess Paddy Whiskey, but the Weller thing has made me think that it's American. Uh, yes, it, it's not Patty, which is a really good story, but it, it, this is a, an American brand. Um, and fun story, the, the brand was, was first introduced right before Prohibition and didn't make a comeback until 1972. All right. Okay. So... Maker's Mark. Uh, it's not Maker's Mark, but you're absolutely heading in the right direction. Uh, because, uh, and actually, f- funny enough, there, there is a similarity with, with Paddy here as well, that since 2002, this brand has been distilled and bottled by Sazerac. Uh, and of course, nowadays, it's at the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, it is Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's quite impressive. Uh, so so for, for two points, I would have said that in 2021, Netflix released a docuseries called Heist, which featured the 2013 theft of 74 cases of this highly sought-after whiskey. And for yeah. one point, yeah. the label features a photo of the founder smoking a cigar and is not to be confused with its sister brand, Old Rip Van Winkle. Ah, okay. I didn't know about Old Rip Van Winkle. Uh, I think Old Rip Van Winkle is a slightly cheaper alternative. 
Um, whereas Pappy is very highly sought after, released in very low quantities. Um, so the, the theft of 74 cases would have netted somebody quite a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's, again, the tri- triumph of uh, scarcity marketing um, for Pappy. Uh, I, I, I don't doubt that the whiskies are excellent, but certainly there's a little bit of hysteria around the, the brand and the release of, of, of bottles occasionally. Yeah, and they did say in 2013 that this may be the last of it um, because they were running low on the initial whiskey stocks that uh, were first used in the 70s to launch the brand. Yeah, well, um, no, uh, that that's it's a very interesting. Um, uh, uh, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, a good guess. Uh, sorry, not good guess. Good questions, rather. <laughs> oh, good, good guess as well. Well, let, you know, be fair to yourself. I, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit confusticated because I'm thinking it's going to make the next one quite interesting. Is it Paddy Whiskey? No, it's not Paddy Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who knows? It would see the clues, and, and you, you might see it. Um, so, uh, this drink originated in a distillery that was founded in 1775 by Hancock and Willis Lee. Unfortunately, poor old Willis died only a year later. Oh, poor old Willis! Um, so, 1775. That's quite old then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willis and Lee. Could be American and could also be Scottish. So I am Absolutely. going to go Scotch, and I don't think it's as old as that, but let me go with Kale Illa. Kale Illa. No. No, no. I think I think the next clue will, will certainly say that you were you you went the wrong side of the Atlantic <laughs> for that one. Oh no. Um so this landmark distillery is the oldest in the USA and operated under a variety of names, including O.F. Cooper and George T. Stagg. So the distillery was called the O.F. Cooper and the George T. Stagg distillery at various different points in its history. So the oldest operating distillery in the US. Yes. Uh, Oh, I think we've guessed this before. It's not George Dickel, is it? It's not George Dickel, no, but you're you're in the right zone for sure. You're in the right zone for sure. Um, interestingly, it has a almost unique claim to fame in that it was one of only four distilleries that were open during Prohibition because it was allowed to make medicinal whiskey, quote unquote. Yes. Uh, is it Buffalo Trace? It is Buffalo Trace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because for two points, <laughs> uh, it would have been um, this brand and distillery is owned by the Sazerac Company, which also produces Pappy Winkle and Eagle Rare. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, it would have been the only brand that I'm aware of which is named after the migration pa- patterns of North American bovines. Uh, I, I think you might be right on that. Um, the... Uh, that, it was the, that one about the uh, allowed to make whiskey for medicinal purpose, the Stitzel Weller Distillery, which was the home of Pappy um, yes. until, it, until it disappeared in the 70s. Uh, that's where the connection with Buffalo Trace is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it wasn't named the Buffalo Trace Distillery, I think, until the 90s or, um, um, or something similar. So it was called all sorts of different names. Um, but yeah, for... 
for something which was founded in 1775 and, and lasted all the way through Prohibition, uh, to have a name change uh, so frequently and so late in its life is, is kind of unusual. But yeah, Buffalo Trace. Yeah, there, there did seem to be a moment in American whiskey history in around the, the period of the early 70s where a lot of, uh, kind of similar to what's probably happening in Irish whiskey now, where a lot of brand names were were available and bought by other companies that never came back out of Prohibition. So I wonder if there's something to do with that, that maybe maybe they might have lost the brand name. Because that's what happened to Stitzel Weller. They sold off all their brand names. So even though they were still making whiskey during uh, Prohibition, they actually sold off their names. Ah, I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> so, didn't Jim Beam used to be called Old Tub? Yes. When it came back after Prohibition, they realized that they didn't own the rights to Old Tub. And they just went, oh, shit, we just call it after the family. And went Jim Beam. Yes, even though, as we learned on this quiz before, he wasn't actually called Jim Beam. <laughs> Good old Johannes. That's why people come here. They come here yeah. for those tidbits. Um, ah, well, that was good. A little, bit of a, a little bit of a quiz retrospective as well. Yeah, so what's a 3-3 draw called? I have no idea. I, I don't think there is a funny pun for that. So maybe we might need to have a little think about that over the next week or two. I think people maybe need to write into us. You know, answers on a postcard, please. What's the name for a 3-3? <laughs> uh, or if, if you know you want to feature on the quiz as well, if you've got a beverage that's uh, burning with questions for you, uh, let us know at bizbetpod at gmail.com. Brilliant. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at bizbevpod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash bizbevpod. Well done. There we go. That was good. Yeah, good. And we've got two of them done.